when I popped off Riding the cool with the top off I cannot fuck with no knockoff I'm in the stool like a pop star Damn it, I feel like an outlaw You wanna talk with a bout, dog? I'm in the room with the mouth lost I'm in the room with the mouth lost Let me deliver the Yo, welcome to another episode of Big Facts Podcast It's your boy, Marcus Williams We're here with a good, special guest today, man Hey, the musician, the artist You know, based out of Atlanta Doing his thing, bro Hey, Jonah Cruz, bro Jonah, bro, what's good with you? What's going on, my boy? I appreciate you having me. All right, bro. You appreciate know, it ain't you. nothing, ain't nothing, ain't nothing. You know, we trying to catch some vibes around here. You know what I'm saying? And you, you, your up. music got the vibes. What's up? <laughs> for sure, for sure. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you, you coming up. I First off, you know, I you know, appreciate you coming on for me. You know, you know, you got some things. You know, you still got your music going. So, you know, but giving me some time, you know, I appreciate that. I really do. I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate it. No problem, bro. Like, you know, this is what I'm here to do. This this is work. You feel me? This is work. And, you know, I just like tapping in to everybody who can tap in with me. That's what it's all about. Going where people fuck with you at. So, you know, that's what we doing. Bro, I love the vibe. I love the vibe. Now, you know, we can start off, bro. First of all, you know, just talk about a little bit about yourself. You know, where you're from, what really got you into the music game. You know, let people know. Okay, so uh, I'm from I'm from the uh, south side of Atlanta, Georgia, basically like Clayton County. We call it Clayco for short. You know, we got other names for it too, and it's like you know other different areas within Clayton County. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm from Clayton County, Georgia. Uh, I got into music like around like ten years old, like just writing music, just like writing raps and shit like that, writing the instrumental. I started taking it more seriously about like you know my craft and get better at my craft around like 16, 17. and that's when I actually started recording and stuff like that. So I started recording, um, making little music here and there, but I took it seriously as a profession. It was like okay, this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. This is how I'm you know live once I was uh, like 18, 19. Basically, once I graduated high school, it was like full-fledged. I'm going to do music. That's all I'm going to do. I ain't worried about doing nothing else. You know, I ain't finna go to college. I ain't finna do this and that. I'm just finna try to make money and hopefully this rap thing work out. So I I, I can honestly say I've been doing music over a span um, professionally probably about like eight years now. Eight years, maybe a little longer, maybe ten years. Yeah, I've been doing it professionally, okay. and you know, take you know, putting the business behind it and all that. Probably a good eight strong years, and just pushing my moves. Jeez, hey, look, putting in the grind, putting in the foundation, man. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that, for sure, for sure. Gotta have that foundation. You know what I'm saying? Have that foundation that make everything the better when you know when you really blow up. Yeah, so so what really kind of, you know, inspired you to get into it, you know, is just, you know, just being able to just write the raps or, you know, you had artists that you looked up to. What was kind of the thing that really got you into it? Um, I think the really what really kind of got me all the way into it was kind of like it was like a way to uh to express myself in a way. It was a way to like get out my feelings. Like, you know, I was a uh, I was a kid that w- that went through a lot, you know, growing up in, in inside of the household. Mm-hmm. So, um, growing up inside of a household where, where you got a lot going on, a lot of a lot of uh, you know, negative things going on, it was a way for me to just, you know, get my feelings out on paper and you know, wrap it back, wrapping it back to myself, 
you know, it's it's a form of therapy. So it was kind of like my therapy. It, it helped me, you know, get through a lot of situations. And then, you know, getting passionate about that, uh, uh, about, you know, releasing my feelings, getting passionate about that made me want to get better. So I, um, I, I, just, I just became a student of the game. I've been a real student of uh, hip hop since I was seven. You know, it, mm-hmm. I naturally just studied it. I studied rappers. I studied um, so many different musicians. I studied rollouts. I studied everything when it came to music because it was like, this is what I really wanted to be. And it was like, even though I ain't saved, like, okay, boom, this is what I'm going to do. Until I was 18, that whole time of me, you know, writing music and practicing music, I knew in my heart that's what I wanted to do. So, like I said, just being a student of the game, I don't really feel like I had... Um, super big influences i say my main influences when it came to music and my uh the type of music i make i definitely um listen to a lot of outcasts i I came up on a lot of outcasts i came up on a lot of west coast music like snoop easy e and you know the dog pound and E40 and like a whole bunch of old school West Coast, even new school. Um, and just the shit that, you know, that we was listening to in Atlanta growing up, you know, T.I. and Ludacris. And, oh, yeah. Hey, you know, those the bangers back there, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah, we had the whole snap movement. So, like, you know, growing up in, in, in that type of environment, I feel like all of that influenced my music. Along with, like I said, me being a student of the game, me going back and not just looking at hip hop, but looking at so many other different genres and different people and, you know, how they got to the level they at, you know, and I feel like a lot of that play, I'm a real big sponge when it comes to music, when it Uh comes to a lot of things, but mainly when it comes to music, I'm a sponge. So I'm taking up any and all information that I can that I feel like that's going to help. Okay. And, you know, well, like I, like I said, you know, I listened to a few of your songs already. You know, you had the the one that you know I fuck with the most. The Can You Dig It had that real, you know, that southern flow with it, bro. And it was just like a real vibe worthy because you know it's just like okay, like you 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 chilling. It's a real good good like vibe song. You know, you in the car, you know, just cruising. Like, that's the type of song that you know I'd want to listen to. What do you think when you make your music? What do you think? you're the best at when it comes to is it just like the just the smooth talk or is it just you know the, the hard raps but like what do you think really speaks you know to, to people the most about your music um what i what i see speak the most to my to my uh to like my fans or people that even just talk about my music period people that listen to my music what i get from it the most is like um like over time of just things that I've heard, like I feel like people like a lot when I when I dig deep into um like when I'm vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I think they like when I'm vulnerable a lot. Like songs like Letter to My Father and Um Bring Me Down and Ordinary Nigga and anything where I'm really being vulnerable on where I'm talking about my life, where I'm just, you know, opening up and um you know, just showing people who I am and giving people a, a people to who I am. I feel like they always fall in love with that, and they. Um, I feel like a lot of the um, the conceptual songs, when it comes to just you know 
being a black man in America, you know, stuff yeah. like that. You know, I got a lot of songs about that, and I feel like th- them connect with a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? When I have conversations with people and when we talking, especially when we talk about my music, you know, they bring up certain songs and certain uh, aspects of my music. So I feel like that's what they hear the most, you know. Um, me personally, what I feel like I do best, I feel like I do best, you know, being witty in my music. You know, so I, I say shit that, that make you laugh a lot of times. Man, gotta have and that's just because that's my personality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just yeah. be, I be, I'm, I'm naturally a funny dude, so in my music, I definitely uh, put that in there. That's that's something I pride myself on because I wanted to bring kind of that comedic factor back to hip hop the way you know people like Snoop did, pe- people like Eminem, Red Man. You know, I always wanted to bring that comedic factor back to hip hop. You know, make people laugh again and make people enjoy it, mm-hmm. and uh, and telling stories, telling stories and being vulnerable. Like I said earlier, I think those those are things I do really good at. Damn, yeah. I mean, so so you had the uh, the EP came out last year. The the two player, you know, what, what was kind of the inspiration for you? You know, coming out with that one, and where do you see yourself when you make you know either your next EP or your next single, or your next album? What do you kind of think the the basis would be off of that one? Um. So as far as like the last EP, I dropped that two player. When I dropped to play the the basic concept behind that and how I got up to that was me me being basically me, you know what I'm saying? Me and me jumping all the way into that Uncle Jonah character. I started calling myself Uncle Jonah probably like around 2017, just you know playing around doing it and it mm-hmm. kind of stuck. And so I started making music and I kind of felt like I was developing a whole persona behind it. So. I really stuck to it, and it just re- really kind of just stuck with me. Like, people just started calling me unk everywhere I went. Hey, look, you know man. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, unk, unk, unk. Like, right now, like, I go pull up to the hood right now, everybody in the house finna be like, unk, unk, unk. So it's kind of like a character. It's kind of like a, um, a symbol in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a young man with wisdom. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, the character a lot of weight, you know, around. Is he did he did he he does you feel me? Unk always carries that way you feel right. me? He ain't your daddy, your mama, feel me? But he gonna he gonna make sure you good. He gonna always drop some game on you. He uh-huh. might even throw you a couple dollars here and there. That's the way you know we always view Unk. Yeah. You feel me? Just that big figure. You feel me? Like and so Unk was always a player in my eyes. You feel me? And that was always. What I wanted to be just growing up, I always looked at the dude that had some money in his pocket. I always looked up to the dude that, you know, always had a nice looking girl with him, you know, drove a nice car, kept his car clean, had his business straight. I always kind of looked up to those type of dudes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me come with something player. Let me come with something different. Let me, because I always would be, yeah, like, man, people don't make music for the ladies no more. They don't make hey, music boy. to make women feel good. <laughs> I always, you know, you know, I'm going to have sex with your girl and, you feel me? Do this and do that and hold this and bitches that. I'm like, I want to make, I want to make women feel good again. So uh-huh. it, I kind of, you know, I want to come different. So I came with that. You know, just gave people some vibes. You feel me? I want to give people something different, something that they can enjoy. You know, whether you were uh, a chick, you know, or your lady, whoever it is. You know what I'm saying? Something that people can enjoy each other. And, you know. The male or female, whoever they whoever they talk to, whoever it is, you feel me, something that people enjoy together. Um, 
and it and and that's exactly what it did. You feel me? Like all my all my homies in relationships and stuff. You hey, know, what? I had dropped it on Valentine's Day, so I talked. I had all the homies like man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I dropped that, and it was that's what it did. And then the next album, how I feel like well, my next. uh I don't want to give too much. I don't want to give too much up on the next album, but I'm uh-huh. definitely uh, I'm gonna be. It's gonna be a lot more rapping, a lot more rapping, and a lot more um, just talking about um, about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I really want to give something that give people, especially black people, something that they can connect with and and, and feel for the rest of their life. Like I don't, I don't want this to just be like. An album for right now and this the times and this right now like mm-hmm. i want this to be an album to where like people can really live with this for the rest of their life and say okay i remember where i was when he dropped this yeah. the way it makes me feel even the way it makes me feel today i want niggas to be able to go back and listen to the album 10 years from now and be like damn i i remember when he said this but i wasn't like I, I wasn't in age to where I could understand it. Yeah. You feel me? And that's <laughs> on to it. You feel me? Them them type of albums are special. They're very, 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 very special. And so that's what I really want to make this. That's so that's that's my next like direction with this one. Okay, so yeah, you know, we can all go back and we can all think about songs, whether it's from Ye, whether it's from, you know, Lil Wayne or Jay-Z. And you go back and, you know, early 2000s when we were growing up, it's like, okay, like, yeah, that song's cool. And now you listen to it now, he's like, dang, like, he was really, you know, it was saying something. I didn't understand yeah. it until, you know, I you, way more. It or you seen something happen with it to where it's like, ah, oh, damn, like, I didn't even know it was like that. But it just, like, it hits harder. And it's just, you know, so, so yeah, I, I definitely fucked with that because when it comes to music, you know, I feel like, the songs that stand the test of time are the ones that hit us the hardest, you know. Yeah, I, 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 you, you said that great. You said that great. I, I, I like that actually. Hey, look, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we all, we all have songs. Like, like, you know, back in the day, it's like we all have songs that we could still play over and over again. Like it don't even matter. How 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 much we've listened to it because it just hits the same way. Yup, and that's exactly what I want to do with this next one. That's exactly what I'm trying to. Well, I'm gonna do it this next one. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be that classic. I, and I feel like all my music be classic, and that could be just me because I'm biased. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, gotta have it though, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> got to, got got to, gotta have that mindset. Like, you know, hey, look, as they say, man, you know, if you ain't going to have it, bro, who is, you know? Exactly. It's, it's your product. And that's why, uh, I mean, shoot, you can say some some artists would be thinking that, oh, like, I have songs that, you know, some people didn't fuck with, but it meant, meant more to me because of the time frame that I made it in or, you know, the sentimental value that it had. That I guess, you know, sometimes other people just didn't share in that moment that they had so it's like to them it's like nah like this one right here like it's underrated that people might think it is but to me like that's it you know i fuck with that yeah and that's okay it's okay like i feel like even if they have to catch on to it later and understand it later to appreciate it that's fine you feel me it took people time to um appreciate reasonable doubt 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It wasn't until years later where they went back and said it's a classic. You gotta get you gotta give things time and you gotta let it age with people. And that's the biggest thing. You got you gotta pay attention to that aspect of as well. You feel me? And it's because you mentioned, you know, when you mentioned people like Jay Z and um all a lot of the other rappers you name, they have longevity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying them, them artists have legit longevity, and that's how you keep longevity. That's how you make longevity for yourself. You know, with that type of music. So, so you would you say that you know your aspirations, you making music, and you just want to have that longevity? Where it's like, okay, like I'm not that. You know what people call that one hit wonder, or someone that's only there for you know a few years. Like you want to be able to have that music to where you know people's kids, kids. It's like, oh, yeah, like, I know this song, like, because it's just something that they played over the years so much that it's like, okay, well, now it sticks with them, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I want to uh, definitely have that type of longevity. And in order to have that type of longevity as well, I also feel like you got to be able to transcend. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be able to evolve and adapt with the culture, you know, and... Um, like I said, the same artists you just named, they they they've done that. They've been able to transcend and evolve with the culture, and not even you know it's you know adapting don't mean you have to conform. You feel me? It's it, it just mean you, uh, it just mean you just move moving and be able to stand with through the test of times, like you said be able to stand through the test of times and, you know, really understand and pay attention to the game. That's why I say I, I studied the game so much. I don't look at just, you know, the music aspect of it. I look at the executive side and I look at, you know, the greats and I look at how they move. So, you know, even when it comes to, you know, interviews, the way I, you know, move on social media, the way I move in public, all of that matters too when it comes to um, longevity. Okay, okay. So what are the... Um... When it, when it comes to, you know, I know you've done some performances. You actually just had one uh, last week, right? Yeah, I just had a, a performance last week. Yep, yep. I think Friday, Friday. Yeah. yeah. It's Friday. So what do you think is the best part about performing? Because I know, you know, some artists are, are different. But for you, man, like, what do you think your favorite part about performing is? Um, My favorite part about performing... I don't know. I just like performing. Period. Like, um, it 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 it, it depends on like what kind of reaction I'm getting. Like, mm-hmm. like, I like I like I like certain reactions. I like, um, like say when I do big crowds, and it's like really like it's like I'm in a uh, situation like say South by Southwest. Usually when I do South by Southwest, that's like my target market right there. So you know, it's very diverse crowd. You know what I'm saying? Very interactive crowd. And so, like, it's the energy that you get back from the crowd when you really showing out. You know what I'm saying? You're really doing your thing and you're really giving people something that's like, you know what I'm saying? When you hear the who's and the highs in the crowd, I love that. That's the part that really, you know, especially up and coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you, uh, when you when you do your thing on that stage and you see that reaction and you can tell people to put your their hands up in the air and they put their hands up in the air and they bounce with you and you seeing the love that you get you seeing like okay boom like okay they in here like this a real deal like, like yeah it's 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 like uh it, it, especially like I said especially I think it's because it's because I'm up and coming like 
You feel me? It's like you got to work for it. You got to really show yourself. It's, you're not famous yet. You're not like super famous or nothing like that yet to where you yeah. can just come out and muffle and going to start screaming. Yeah. So you <laughs> really have showmanship and go out there and, and make people feel you. Like, I feel like that that matters. And it's just, it's, it's a great feeling to see people just interact with it and become fans. You feel me? Like I literally made people fans just going to different states and performing and you know, they hit me up right after they, you know, I, they hit me up right on, on Instagram right after I get off stage or I might look at my Instagram in the morning and see, OK, boom, 20 people follow me from the show last night. You know what I'm saying? So that's I love that feeling about performing. And I, um, what else I love about performing? Yeah, that's really it. That's really it. <laughs> I ain't getting no crowd surfing no shit like that yet. Hey, look, so I'm get some wild I'm shit. That's, <laughs> hey, that's later on though. <laughs> yeah, that's coming. That's coming. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come back and let you know how I feel. All right, all right. Now you know, you, you being from the Atlanta area, like, what would it mean to you if you were able to be like, yo, like, I performed at State Farm Arena, yo, like, I performed at Mercedes-Benz, like, how how big would that be for you knowing that, yo, like, this is in my city? It's like people that kind of came up with me are here, and it's just like, yo, like, I'm able to do this in front of the home crowd, and everything's just, you know, vibing. Like, what would that mean to you when if you were able to do that? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, of course it would mean... It would mean the world, bro. For real, like you know, being from the, I, I think it would mean the world to any artist coming from their city and being able to do, you know, their hometown at, at a big spot, whether it's State Farm or, um, or the amphitheater or wherever it is. Really get that love yeah. with Fox Theater. You feel me? I remember when Gucci came home and did the Fox, and it was like pandemonium. Like, it was crazy. Like, it was. It was. It, it was chaos everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Hey, or I, I, I remember one a couple years ago. You feel me? And they was putting up signs with outcast everywhere and they would they did they show here. You know, that means something to the city. So for me, like that, you know, when that happens, that's gonna be big, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, I've always wanted that. That that's a that's something I've always dreamed of. That's actually been a dream of mine since I was a kid, you know. I'd be riding through the city or we take trips up to the city and I'd be like, you know, one day this whole city gonna be talking about me. It's gonna be a night to where this whole city gonna be like, y'all going to this Jonah Cruz concert tonight. Like it's gonna be, you know, <laughs> it's gonna be one of them special nights that's like, like I remember when he played home. You feel me when he did yeah. something at home? And it went crazy. So of course that that's you know that's definitely that's been on the bucket list. I that's love definitely. Like- <laughs> It, it, it's got to happen soon, or at least eventually, you know. I feel like, yeah, you know, sure. you, you, you keep on the wave. Now, at some point, it's going to pop off. You just got to be able to seize the opportunity when it comes to you. And, you know, what happens after that happens. Yep, yep. Make sure you seize the opportunity, man. Make sure you, you know, you, you stay ready. <laughs> you ain't got to get ready. Yeah. Hey. It's an old model that'll never die out, bro. Like, that's for for anything, you know. For sure, that's for anything. (laughs) Anything. Jeez. What what would it, 
So do you think, you know, this this next upcoming album that you have, like, what are your plans for that? Do you think it's just like, you think it's going to be coming out in the next few months or, you know, 2022? What are you thinking about, like, how you really plan on bringing that out? I don't have, we still in the beginning processes process of it. Um, right now, we in a big planning phase and a big recording phase. Okay. Um, so we get the plan together. We haven't set any deadlines or anything like that yet. We just know we come up with an album. It's more than likely gonna come out twenty twenty two. Sometimes twenty two can't really give an exact date. But definitely, you know, we're in the beginning process. We just focused on the music right now, focused on making the best music. Um, and once we get, you know, the music ready, everything else will have clarity on and we'll be, we're going to get to execute. So, yeah, definitely 2022. It's, okay. It's, now, I don't, I don't know, but like, you know, are you signed? And if you're not signed, like, would you rather just kind of be that independent artist rather than, you know, some people, it's like, okay, well, I want to be signed, but it's not really, you know, they don't sign up for the best contractor. You know, some people is just like, okay, well, I want to be independent so I can know that I can produce and I can make my own shit, like when I want to do it, how I want to do it, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So what kind of route would you want to take? Um, My route, that I'm taking right now is independent. Uh, I'm not signed. Uh, I had a situation where uh, I was part owner of a label called Ordinary Music Group. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, now I've, uh, I've, I've moved along now and I've started, uh, started just my own thing, you know. I still work with the same people. It's just, you know, something different now, something new, something fresh, okay. you know, uh, in a way kind of like, I wouldn't say recreating myself, but giving the people something new and something, something, like I said, something fresh, something to look forward to, letting people see the evolved side of me. Um, and the reality is, uh, the reality is, you know, you can't get a... Uh, you can't get a good deal with a label if you don't have leverage. Um, and that's why I want to stay independent. You know what I'm saying? You, If you don't have no leverage, you can't walk into no label and be like, you know, I, I want creative control and I want this and I want that. You can't yeah. go in there and make demands. And, you know, that's just the reality of the situation. So I'd rather just stay independent that way when I do work with that work with a label later on if i choose to work with a label you know it'll be on my demands it'll be on what i want like you know what i'm saying i'm not pressed to sign of no label interscope can come to me right now and be like you know sign this you know but i'm not finna just you know i'm not finna sign because i understand you know what kind of leverage i have and what kind of leverage i don't have now in the other spots other things you know other situations i have leverage you feel me but it's not uh-huh. at that level yet to where you could play with a label and it'd be like boom 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 i want this and that you feel me yes. best example i can give it that is a uh, nipsey hustle you know what i'm saying like he stayed independent for a long time before he went to atlantic and uh you know he built he really built his fan base on his own and then once he got to atlantic he was able to make his demands and have full creative control you know owned all of his masters and like I said, reality of the situation is 
it's not really my bad. It's not really possible. It's not really possible to do that when you you know up and coming. You know and you yeah. don't have that leverage. You know that's just that's just some just some little game I want to drop while I'm on here. You feel me? Like you know since you asked me that question, you know what I'm saying like definitely independent in my eyes is the way. Ownership is the way. You feel me? And I feel like so many people have given us their blueprints from Jay Z to um, Nib to um, oh, Technology. Um, Matt Miller, you feel me? It's, it's countless, it's countless people that show us that independent. You can, you know, do what you need to do and still be on all the same platforms. Yeah, because I feel like yeah, we have seen like throughout, I guess, like just music history of people that they get signed really young, but it's in like they blow up, but it's like they don't really own their shit. So it's just like, well, okay, you get you know money from the deal. But it's like it's not the long term that you could have had if you owned it from the beginning. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah and then a, a, a independent chip looks way different from a um, from a label chip. You know, okay. the independent chip looks way, 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 way different. You know, so. I mean, yeah, you, so able, you, ain't got, the, you ain't got too much to split yeah. when when you're independent than when it's yeah, it's of the label. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure you take care of you and your staff and, you know, all the expenses that you need to take care of. Yeah. When you're working smart and you in-house and everything and outsourcing, like a good balance of in-house and outsourcing, you'll be straight with the independent. It'll be good. You just got to, you know, pay attention, study and know what you're doing. And you're going to have trial and error. But, you know, it's worth it in the end of the day, in my my Mm -hmm. opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know it's a, it's one of those things that it's it's. I think that it's a harder route to start on, because obviously you know sure. you got to do way more stuff. Whether than, you know a label, they got the distribution people, they got you know all the connections and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like mm-hmm. you're able to make For it. Sure. As they got a machine. They got a big machine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you make it as independent, then shoot, like, like you say, you get that leverage. Once you get that leverage, you can make the demands that you wanted to make the demands with. It's just like, okay, well, you kind of in a win-win situation because then you just add more resources to what you've already been working with. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, trying to put niggas on game out here. <laughs> yeah, man, I got to do something while I'm on here, hey. you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> obviously, but it is, you know, people want to be artists everywhere. Like, it's it's just something that, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, to me, I feel like it's kind of like when people want to be ball players. you know? Everybody dream of, of want to be a ball player. Like, a lot of people want to dream and be artists. Like, it's just one of those things that's just, you know... You want to do what you want to do, and uh, and a lot of people don't get to that point where you know they're famous or anything like that, or where they're successful. Just like how a lot of people that play sports don't get to that level where they're like super successful, as they said, only that one percent, you know, plays college, and then that one percent of the one percent plays in the NFL or professionally anywhere else. So it's just kind of like you know, the margins just keep. Getting smaller and smaller the higher you go up. Yeah, then it too, you know, like 
with with artistry now and with um with just being with the different ways you have to make money being an artist right now and how easy it is to you know make a, make music like it's not hard like it was back in the day to get into the studio like in the 90s and shit like you can find a studio anywhere in Atlanta right now but I can wake up tomorrow and go to a studio like anywhere in Atlanta like me it's thousands 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 of studios in Atlanta you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so that's one thing that make it make it you know make people you know like oh I want to rap you know uh, it's so it's real easy you know to put your song out and it's with social media, it's easy to blow up. You feel me? And the algorithms and shit, stuff like that. So you know, it's uh, it's not like back in the day where people would just be like, "Oh man, like rap, like right? You can't, you nigga, you know what you gotta do to rap? <laughs> you like, like ladies and shit like that. You yeah. tell a nigga you want to rap, they be like, no, like what? You want to rap? Like, no, you can't do that. You feel me? But now it's yeah. just accessible. I feel like that kind of make everybody want to like rap now. You feel me? Okay. Now, now here, here's a tough question for you. It's gonna be real tough. All right, now <laughs> you got five artists in the world, bro. You can work with, bro. Who would your five be? You can say, bro, you have them on the next album. Right now, like, who are those five? Like, yo, like, I gotta work with them. Mm-hmm. All right, so Erica Badu is gonna be on there. Okay, gotta all right, work for sure, for sure. Um, I got to only got five, so. Uh, Gotta get one in with Jay Z. Okay, hove, hove. I like it. Um, I gotta get one in there with Rick Ross. That's like mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> and you like, gonna make you feeling rich in the song. Rick Ross is. Rick Ross is. I don't know. I, I, I'm a very, very big fan of Rick Ross. I, I like. I really hate when people speak down on them. I just be like, man, like, what? Like, like I, I feel I like his songs, bro. They just hit. Like his albums, like, you know, yeah. they they ain't they ain't like the the I guess like the radio hits. Mm-hmm. But when you just come to like just streaming wise, I still feel like his albums do numbers because it's just like, bro. Every time I, I be feeling good. Every time I listen to his album, I be feeling good. Like it's just. Never a bad one. I know I'm probably gonna forget somebody. So how many was that? That was That's two. Three. three. Okay, three. So I got two more. Um, I'm trying to be goddamn strategic. I'm. I know I'm gonna forget. So I'm gonna think later. <laughs> like I should. Nigga. Damn, I'm tripping. Yeah. Hey, look, but, I'm like shit. Hey, <laughs> I know next time. <laughs> Cause there's a lot of people I want to work work with. You feel me? It's a lot of dope, dope people I want to work with. But um, just five. Oh, okay, for sure, for sure, Jill Scott. For sure, Jill for sure. Scott? Like, oh. if if it's like boom, I can get Jill Scott on the album right now. 
Yeah. Like, boom, boom, I ain't got nothing. Yeah, we, we I, I'll fly to Philly right now. But she said she's going to get on that. Okay, album. okay. I swear to God. You hear me? Like, hey, hey look, like, Scott, you know. <laughs> Jill so, Scott got the vibes where she's like, "Yo, she can be singing, she can be rapping, but it don't don't matter. Either way, it's gonna be good." Yeah, right. And I'm big. I'm big on doing shit for the culture. So, like when I be when I be hearing music and when I hear stuff in my head, and I be like, "I want to work with certain people." It be for a reason, and it because like it be like, "Okay, boom! If I work with this person, and we are able to create this something special with this, I feel like it could really, you know." It could be really something special for the culture. You feel me? So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, Jeff Scott for sure, for sure. Uh, and that's four, five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got one more. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Kendrick. Really? Go ahead and give it to Kendrick. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Kendrick. We'll give it to Kendrick. I gotta work with him. I gotta work with him. You feel me? I would have gave it to Andre three thousand, but I wouldn't put the pressure. I'd be too scared to put the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I, I'll be too. I'll, I'll, I'd rather Andre just come to me and be like, I'd rather him just come to me and want to bless me. Kendrick, yeah. I put the, like you know, like hey bro, like <laughs> do this song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Kendrick, okay. I'll give it to Kendrick. Okay. I really, I always been really wanting to work with him. Like, I, I think Kendrick the best. Oh, for real, man. Man, I, Kendrick the best. Hey, I know, bro. Kendrick, hey, Kendrick, look, Kendrick. we used to have the the whole uh, argument over like uh, Kendrick or J Cole. Used to be real. Mm. Used to be cut though to me. They call hard. They call hard. Uh, I don't know. J. Cole Hart, I just like Kendrick just, I think I connect with Kendrick, me personally, I think I connect with Kendrick a little more than I do Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of certain um, certain elements and characteristics and things that, you know, Kendrick talk about his music, I understand. And, um, yeah, like, and I understand Cole too, but I think I just relate to Kendrick more. You feel yeah. me? Because that, that's the type of person I am experiences that I had, I definitely relate to Kendrick Ward. Um, but I don't know, man. I still think Kendrick, like, I, I think he just, I'm excited to see what he come with because, you know, it's a lot of talk about, you know, the new Drake album, which I think is dope, and the Kanye album. And, <laughs> and you know, uh, yeah, like, I want to see what Kendrick come up with next. Yeah. Hey, look, like we we haven't had some real deal like in a minute. So yeah, he he got nothing since damn right, and that was twenty seventeen. Yeah, nothing like a real big project. Yeah, he he ain't dropped nothing nothing like that since then. Yeah, he dropped like a little project. Yeah, yeah, like those untitled. He had those untitled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it wasn't nothing where it's just like okay, like. This is, you know, okay, this is the real deal album type stuff, you know. Debut. Yeah, like we they've been, you know, we've been we've been it's like it's been chattered like Nick, I'll be chilling and niggas randomly be like, yo, so when Kendrick come up with another <laughs> 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 randomly I'll be sitting here thinking like, yo, when is this nigga coming with another album? Like 
But I think he finna come with some. You know, it's been hey. talks through the uh, internet. Yeah, I mean, he just registered like thirty songs with uh, with oh, I forgot what song company, but he just registered his songs and with some distributors or whatever. And he ready, you know, look like he finna get locked and loaded to drop some shit. Hey, love. So I'm ready for it, like I. That's how you know you was. You, and somebody told it was like you think Kendrick gonna drop and just you know everybody gonna go listen to it off. I'm like yeah because like you you know what kind of power you gotta have to just for people to go find out that you just registered songs and it hit the internet and it go viral that, like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it, it's Kendrick is he's master. I feel like what older master older artist master back in the day which was like uh he has a mysteriousness about himself not because he's not on instagram yeah he don't be on social media for real he said what he said when he want to say say stuff and boom like you know like that's what it is so it's, it's, think, it's not because it's like you yeah. know we we don't see really into his personal life or nothing like that it's just kind of like, if you don't get it through the music, if you don't get it through like a personal interview, probably ain't gonna know. Like it's- Yeah, so having a mysteriousness like that, I feel like it's just, it's, it makes people more drawn to you. It gives it gives it a little bit of like that, you know. Like I said, that old school artist effect. We don't know, like right now, I can get on Instagram and look at whatever artist I want to look at and see what they did today. I can go see that yeah. all day on their story right now. <laughs> you, know I mean? so like, you know, it's different. Than, I mean, I feel like, like some artists like being in the news and, and some don't. Yeah, some be in the news, some don't. Like, it all depends on what kind of person you is. J. Yeah. Cole does just the same way. Yeah, J. Cole, man, he. <laughs> He really, hey, I, it was, when I listened to his, um, which album was it? I think it was, uh, damn, I'm trying to think, but it had the, like, the, the neighbors and, uh, and, uh, oh, shit, it's escaping me. It is escaping me. Um, I think this is, uh, For Your Eyes Only. Yeah, it, yeah, it might have been that yeah, one. I was like, yeah, damn, I like he's the way that he tells his this his stories, and I'm just like, damn, I would have never known. He would have never told me this shit. Like, it's just one of those things that, bro, you just. But it's real good every time, though. At least to me, it's just just amazing. But you know, I think with, with, yeah, with like Kendrick, little music, giving you little hints and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so now Abra, like last question. If you had, you know, five people five people, five artists that you think, you know, could put you on game, like who would those five artists be? And is it dead or alive? Like, you know, to choose anyone. They just be like, okay, like give you some words of wisdom, teach you how to do something better, like anything like that. What would be the five artists that you think will give you, you know, that inspiration and that you know, that knowledge. Um, I would, Jay-Z, Jay-Z, definitely a top, top person I 
want to talk to, listen to, get some game from, um, you know, just on everything, you know, whether it's life, whatever, whatever he say to me, you feel me? Whatever I can get from him, I'm going to pick his brain regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever I can get up off of him as far as, you know, just game and, you know, whether it, whether it, whether I see him doing something or he telling me some game, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to soak that up. Jay-Z, um, Bob Marley. Okay. Um, he always, uh, I feel like he uh, he was a good, really like a real grounded person. Um, he believed in what he believed in. And it's like, he kind of, like when I look at him, I see him as one of the people that believed in what he believed in so much that he couldn't be moved. You know, he didn't allow things to, you know, move him, you know, in any type of negative way. And he, you know, he knew what his mission was and, you know, just his mannerism and just how what how his outlook on life, you feel me? I would love to just pick his brain and just, you know, get some understanding from him just about life in general. You know what I'm saying? Like what, how you feel about this? And, you know, you know, I, I feel like Bob had the key. Man, Bob had the key to life, the key to happiness. He knew what, you know, how to be happy while being here on Earth. Yeah. yeah so I'll definitely get some game from him. Uh, Snoop Dogg. I feel I know Snoop's got a lot of game. Snoop done survived a lot. Like, he's been in he's so many different life. shit, so much. Yeah, man. He, <laughs> man, bro, like his whole career span and. The fact that I know he's willing, he's so willing to give out game. Uh-huh. He's so ready to give out game. You know, I can tell, I can, you know, in everything that I see him do, he's so ready to give it out. And he's so, he he embraces you. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's uh, three, right? Yeah, that's three. Three. Um, Snoop. Do we got to be an artist? Or no, I don't got to be just, an artist. Um, okay, so, um, another person, um, I don't know, I'll highlight some folk from, like, probably somewhere back in the day, <laughs> like, I will, I will highlight, like, I don't know, like, some dead folk, like, folk I could really get, like, some game from, like, so what, like, find out what really, really happened, you know, during yeah, that hey, time. Yeah, that's just conspiracy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I'm going to fuck around and get off subject. God, let hey, me stop. No. Let me see. I need to keep in the artist shit. Okay. Hey, look, hey, look ain't nothing wrong with it. Information is information. <laughs> shit. Hey, look. What he, he. <laughs> really went down? Oh, hey, man, just let me really know. Because you did. You can't tell your side of the story. Yeah, so yeah. Did, let me know. But hey, look, just keep between us. Like, what really happened? What's up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be digging up all type of people at that point. (laughs) But, um, no, artist wise, though, like, yeah, Snoop. Um, then right now, like, you know, definitely, like, uh, I don't know, like them, them is like really just really the main people like I, that come to mind. I never uh-huh. really like, you know, 
mainly the people I want to work with. You feel me? Yeah. Mainly like people I want to work with. I want to work with them not just because of their music, but because you know how I feel about them as a person. And you know how they moved within their career, and you know the. Excuse me. Oh, bless, man. You know how they move. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. How they moved within their career and the choices they made. So, like that's that's really the only ones that come to mind. You know, like I said, I guess I'll put Rick Ross there. You know, I love his business sense, his business mind, and um. I don't know, you know. Hey, Gideon, well, he said, course. hey, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> you know, I got to be ready for Diddy, though. Diddy, hey, I ain't look, cat, man. Like, hey. so strong, I think I would have to, like, really be, like, ready for him. Like, he got like, a real God, strong. You got to build another wave. Like, your mindset got to be different. <laughs> yeah, dude, you do, because Diddy a whole nother, a whole nother work monster and a whole nother, you feel me? So I ain't gonna lie. I, that's somebody I'll really like be all the way tightened up with if I was in their presence. Like Diddy's uh-huh. probably one of the people I for sure be like one hundred percent all the way on my shit. Like no, like no slacking. Like, <laughs> I, I knew I knew shit was different when they had that show uh, making the band and bro, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. them stressed. He did, and this was what's so crazy is I never really watched. I seen like bits and pieces of the show growing up, but like me getting me getting that that from him and me seeing that's the type of person he is. Like I really just see it like even through like so many like the way he talked when he had interviews and like how many uh, like memes it is. Like I seen one video of this nigga just like slamming the phones everywhere, just like give me more. Give me more. Like he's just tripping. I'm just like, yo, this nigga work monster. And <laughs> just from what I hear in the industry, bro, like the industry talk, you feel me? Uh-huh. So I don't heard like I don't heard like bro like Diddy like he like he don't play bro. Like he really like the man really work like and you can see it in them, like, real recognize real, a hustler recognize another hustler. So, like, when I see, when I talk about these people like Diddy and Ross and these people that I want to get game from, I see heavy, big, heavy, big bosses in the game. I see heavy, you know, heavy hitters. I see niggas that, that don't cut no slack, don't cut no corners. Like, look, bro. Like, this is what bro, it is. Hey, do or die. Like, that's really it. <laughs> no, sure. For sure, so yeah, definitely a damn quote. Right, hey, look, look. hey since, since you had Jay Z, I gotta ask because this shit's been trending for a minute, bro. Would you take that dinner with Jay Z or that five hundred thousand? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna be one hundred, bro. I'm gonna take that five hundred thousand because it's already in. It's already written in stone. Thank you. Be, you know, I know I know where I'm gonna be in life. I know I'm getting the Jay Z regardless. That five hundred thousand gonna put me in the room with Jay Z for sure. Yep. You feel me? Cause five hundred thousand, that's you know, that's I can take fifty of that and still end up in the room with Jay Z. You feel me? That's that's what type of time I'm on. That's how I can move, you feel me? So five hundred thousand, 
Shit, bro, you like, might as well. Hey, look, you can, you you can move a lot with 500,000. Put some papers out right there and go ahead and give me this management deal, player. Because, so, shit, that's all we need. Hey, look. <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we need the management deal, baby. <laughs> if we don't want to do it, we're going to eventually make you want to do it. Because 500,000 is going to put you in the room with them, bro. You uh-huh. me? Don't get me wrong. Jay-Z got a lot of game. But if it's like, bro, like you... You don't know what to do with 500000 brother, half a million dollars, bro. Like, like I said, I know what to do with fifty. Yeah. Yeah, I know what to do with ten. But like you know what I'm I know exactly what to do with ten. Like five hundred. Like half a mil, like I can make this shit look bigger than any label mm-hmm. right now. For with five hundred million. I can I look like Interscope. I mean, 500,000, yeah. my bad. <laughs> I can look like Interscope. Like, damn. 500 million. Nigga yeah. don't really need to start a label at 500 million. <laughs> Nigga don't have to do nothing at 500 million. Yeah, I'm not doing hey, shit. I'm chilling, bro. I'm, nah, you ain't going to see me leaving the house. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm moving. I'm going to play this like, whole different island. That's uh-huh. not even on the map that you can't even play. But yeah, my, my whole biggest thing yeah. was that. I was like, yo, like. You're taking that 500. Yeah, because I'm just like, bro, people that say they'll take the dinner, I'm like, bro, you I was like, bro, you don't even know if he going to tell you the game. I said, all he got to do is say, okay, I'm here with you at dinner. Okay, like, I'm going to talk to you a little bit. But it ain't a guarantee he going to tell you the game. And it ain't a guarantee that you can replicate what he tells you. So I'm just like, at least with the 500000 I know, yo, like, I can make this shit shake. And at some point we'll we'll be in the room, or at some point I'll find somebody else that can be in the room with me that knows the game. But I'm like that just the dinner, nah. It's it, it's too many things I can't control. Yeah. <laughs> you know how much, especially if you are artist, bro. If you are artist, you got five hundred thousand, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, like, that don't even make sense to just go. It don't. I, I think I think Jay Z would be like I take the five hundred thousand. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like, oh, you know where from, bro? Like, like he's gonna you, you not know, know this man? He's gonna tell you. Right. Hey, look, the game he's gonna tell you is you know what? That's where you messed up. Is not taking that guaranteed five hundred thousand. Yeah, that's, that's how you gonna be his you life You want to have dinner with me? Yeah, like, <laughs> yo, wild shit, wild shit. But hey, bro, look, we gonna wrap it up, man. But I appreciate you getting on, talking with me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Tell, tell them some facts. You know, speaking about yourself, bro. Fuck with it, hella heavy. I appreciate you, my boy. I appreciate you having me, man. I was. It was a dope conversation. You feel me? I appreciate you tapping in with me, man. And everybody who listening, y'all make sure y'all follow me on Instagram. Jonah Cruz, J-O-N-A-H-C-R-U-Z-Z. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Big Uncle Jonah. You feel me? I say Big Uncle Jonah, the Big Uncle. You hey, feel bro, me? man, I say I'm big on my small What's up? <laughs> Yeah, I ain't the small one. I ain't the small one. Uh, you know? It look got some gun. weight on it. What's yeah. up? Yeah, man. Yeah. Big dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
right, bro. Hey, look, I'm going to catch you later, bro. I hope bro, get you back on the podcast some of these days, man. All right, for sure, for sure. I appreciate you, man. You have a good one. All right, bro.